Right. Baby. You did it again, Will. You know what you did? Yeah, just you timed it right up, didn't you? Yeah. That's your thing. I mean, we're two minutes early because you said 12.15. So we're... But, uh, so 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 basically we're 13 minutes late, but we're two minutes early. Yeah. You see, I like that. That's that's not nothing. All depends that's on the something. way that you look at it. We actually have a fun show here mm. today. It's not bad. You call this fun? <clears throat> I would say so. Is that how you describe this? This endeavor that we're on? I don't even know how many consecutive days it is at this point, but I know some of you have been here for the ride because I see the same names popping up in the chat. Yeah. I see all those names in there. Yeah. And I'm I make I make a mental note. I keep tabs on that. Uh-huh. Guys like uh Lonely Loner over there. Uh-huh. Yeah, man, you'd be surprised. Consistency isn't just for us, it's for the viewers as well. And the best way to stay consistent is actually to hit that notifier because honestly, I don't think there's any other way to get to this live. This is like this live is like a it's like a special tunnel that exists on YouTube and there's only one way in. Yeah. Just and like, I don't even know if that works. Just like our bunker. Just like our bunker. And I don't even know if that works. <laughs> Yeah, you got stuck in the elevator today. Click the bell, ring the bell, touch the bell, bounce the bell. Yeah, but you all did it, and you're all here, and there's people here. So I guess there is at least a, some somewhere there is a crack that's letting letting people through. Yeah, and that's where we are today, mm-hmm. on the other side of that crack, that um, hairline fracture in yeah. this particular dimension. And there's light there. Easy. Is that you huh? today? You're big. You're big smiles today. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe you should tell us something. No, I mean, I think it's uh, it's a nice day. We're gonna have a giant snowstorm tonight. Uh-huh. Maybe tomorrow. Okay. Up to thirty centimeters, yeah. they say. And you like that? I'm a fan of those. You're not ready to say goodbye yeah. to the winter. No, yet. no. Mm. I we haven't gotten a lot of snowstorms, so. It's nice to have a blizzard once in a while. Oh, wow. And, Are you uh, calling it a blizzard already? And uh, see some chaos. Wow. <laughs> wow, dude. Well, listen. Um, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. It's uh, It'll be... This will be the last hurrah. It'll be the last exposure for, you know, whatever, a year. Sure. Almost a year. So I see where you're coming from. But, yeah, you still need to get your car back. <laughs> hey, why you gotta bring that up right now, well, man? It just it just came to my mind. It's like, yeah, like you you don't want the blizzard. No, I'm cool with it. Probably like a lot of people don't want. Are you it. Bronco shaming me right now? Yeah, I kind of am. So that was going on there, yeah. Mr. Bronco over here. You have, you have the Bronco today? I do. Yeah. 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 You left yeah. your you left your golf cart at home today. <laughs> that old thing, that little uh, <laughs> mini cart. Yeah. Uh, who they said when the Teslas first came out? I, I, I'll never drive one of those golf carts. Really? Yeah, that's what he said. Because at the time, I mean, really, one of the only vehicles, passenger vehicles, you were moving around. That's in, true. It was yeah. electric. Was yeah, a yeah, golf yeah, cart yeah. or Power Wheels <laughs> for kids? Those, you know, those were always such a letdown. You know, when you saw the friend with it, you're like, "Mom, I gotta have a." Power wheels, please, 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 please. Look how cool that guy. Look at this one. Look how cool the other kid on the other side of the street. 
Yeah. The rich kid with the power wheels. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Look at him. I need that. And then you maybe at some point, I never got one, but at some point you would try somebody else's and you're like, it's this like, thing sucks. Yeah, why is it so slow? This thing is like it's boring. I I walk faster than this. Like, <laughs> okay. This is not cool at all. Uh-huh. It just looks cool. I'm sure there are some cool ones out there that actually do move. Yeah, you mm. gotta modify it. No, that I might be into. Or just like a mini dirt bike or something along those lines. Yeah. Or or maybe there's a way to mod the one you already have. Take that, rip that governor off of there. Yeah. And then you're really zipping like this guy. <laughs> like this kid. This guy, he's going full. He's got the full Papa Wheelie going on. Yeah. Um, What did you drop there? Never mind. Secret. Oh. What do you got for me today, Will? Let's start with this. Google Pixel Fold. Oh, yeah. I read this. It's going to have a bigger battery than the Z Fold 4. Both a blessing and a curse. Well, this is easy to understand. Uh, these devices are not, have not been the best battery performers. And the reason being, you have this enormous display with high, high specs on it. You know, nice resolution. You want to uh, utilize all that beautiful brightness to diminish the look of the crease on there. And also just because it looks so good. But comes at the expense of battery life plus you're running out of some space because the front side of it if you think about it you can't really slap a battery in there because you got another display it's back-to-back displays Mm -hmm. uh so you end up with something that yeah you know maybe there's you're missing kind of the confidence you have being away from the wall socket that you would have with like just a regular flagship phone Mm -hmm. It's possible. Mm. But at the same time, I think you're willing to make the trade-off because you're like, well, I open it up and it's basically a tablet. Anyhow, one way to mitigate that is just bigger battery, right? But I can imagine the downside here is going to be weight because that's the other problem with these is they're hefty. They're hefty. You know what they're like? You ever had uh, the Klondike ice cream sandwich? Yeah. It's solid. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. It's fat. That's what happens with these ones. These become Klondikes. They're like two phones put together, really. You might say they're two phones put together. Yeah. You might say it. But uh, we also know that the, the Pixel folding device is going to be, I had the case on my desk for a while here, is going to be a similar form factor to the Oppo Find N, which is like a sort of like more squat, squarish type of thing, less slender and tall. So I don't know, does that open up possibilities or does the whole thing just have to be fatter, but because it's a little bit smaller or the way you hold it is different, maybe the balance feels different even though it's heavier. Mm. I don't know. I mean, this is all speculation at the moment. I suppose the question could be uh, pitched to the audience here. What would you prefer to prioritize? Would you want a lighter weight experience when you have the device unfolded or would you want to have more battery life so you have to worry about it less i think that when you're in there in the engineering department over there the design department i think that's a tough a tough one to decide on Mm -hmm. but it does look nice this render over here yeah in well, I mean, well, let's be honest. It's kind of like this guy. It's like if, as if you took, they kept the language with their visor. They're, 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 they're sticking with that visor there, Will. Uh-huh. I'm going to hold up my visor over here. See the visor? Uh-huh. Uh, the, the, the Tron slash Daft Punk kind of look and uh-huh. carrying it through the whole lineup. I don't mind it 
when you have that kind of cohesive ID to it, like people know, oh, that's a pixel. Yeah. And that's harder and harder to do in 2023. Sure, sure. To immediately identify what is that thing. Samsung's kind of doing it with their camera units. Mm. Obviously, we saw the leaks for the upcoming iPhone with the enormous camera units. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so just some specs on this particular device. Uh, no exact details about the Pixel Fold's battery capacity have been shared thus far, but we're hearing that the figure will still be below the 5,000. So how much bigger can it really, I mean, what does the what does the other guy have, 4,500? Mm-hmm. Somewhere in between the two. Even the very best foldable uh, has prioritized thin designs over impressive battery life. Yes, correct. I have personal experience with this. The Pixel Fold model looks to have a shorter, wider screen than the Z Fold 4, offering 5.79-inch cover display, which could be easier to use with one hand, and a widescreen landscape 7.67-inch main foldable display. Now, I don't know easier or harder. It depends. Because with the slender model, it's your confidence in holding it is good when you go taller, but you can't. it's hard for the thumb to reach the top edge of it. Mm-hmm. This one here in its folded state, it's going to be a little tougher to reach all the way across it, but the top portion is not as far away. So I, I don't know. I liked the balance on the on the find end because when you're holding it in its unfolded state, it's less top heavy. Mm. When Where your grip is is closer to the top edge of the display, so the weight distribution feels quite a bit different. It just looks nicer too. Like it's a nice shape because I guess it's more square. Um yeah. It just looks nicer too. Yeah. And if they do if they do the fancy hinge stuff that Oppo was able to do, then that hinge just uh the crease just melts away. Yeah. So lots to look forward to. The folding phone. And now that we'll have another like real option, major player, because I tried with the fine. And I was like, oh my goodness, software bonanza. Yeah. It was a software bonanza. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the things I should probably, like, full disclaimer, you know, we talk about a lot of phones on the channel, and one thing that often goes overlooked because it is a global audience is, like, how is this going to be in my region as much as you might like the hardware? Mm. Truth be told, there's a lot of really awesome devices you would love to have and use in, say, North America that really aren't aren't a good fit for other regional carrier-related issues and possibly software-related issues. Apple launches its new car key tests app for iPhone as adoption lags. This is, I mean, they showed this off like a thousand years ago. Remember the BMW during yeah. the keynote? Yep. Apple's car key feature was originally announced in July 2020 as a way to unlock your car using the wallet app on your iPhone. The feature, however, has been limited in availability and only recently expanded beyond certain BMW cars. And what could be a sign of the company ramping up the speed of car key adoption? Apple has launched a new car keys test app on the App Store this week. The new app was added to the App Store today and is being distributed under Apple's developer account, but is currently unlisted. It means you can only access it via direct link and not via the search on the Apple App Store. It's meant for car key manufacturers to test integration with Apple's car key feature. Apple says that the app allows those companies to test and validate requirements for the certification process of adopting car key through its made-for-iPhone program. So essentially what we have here is an app that's not ready for prime time, that's being distributed to manufacturers in order to encourage and aid in the process of them also adopting Apple's standard for unlocking cars. Uh, the feature is limited to certain, not all, BMW, Hyundai, and Kia cars. Could be a big deal, obviously, if that expands to more models. I have my own 
questions and skepticism around compatibility, even with my device being associated with my Tesla vehicle as the phone key for that and really uh, not even requiring, uh, like in this case, it's just Tesla, the, the one singular company that has to figure out their iOS app and, mm-hmm. and their Android app. Over here, now you have a singular entity like Apple that needs to pull everybody into its standard. Mm-hmm. And so com- com- I'm, I'm skeptical. I'm compatibility skeptical here. Because even I was, what I was going to get to is even in mine, it kind of goofs up sometimes. Oh, yeah. Yours never does? Your car, your phone key has never goofed up on your Tesla? Um, it's been pretty solid. I would say like 95%. Oh, yeah. But that's what I mean. The other 5%. Yeah, yeah. You walk up and it doesn't unlock and then you look at your phone and then it takes a little while and then it unlocks and you're like, what the hell was that? Yeah. You know what? I think it's worked 100% of the time. I think for me, it was Bluetooth was off for one time. Oh, like I turned it, it was off. your fault. Yeah, it was human error. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, I, it's been pretty solid. I, I have issue from from time to time. And I got like uh, deep sleeping or something? I don't know. I just pop open a phone and then, and then I'll open the app and it'll unlock. And I'll be like, okay, that was a lag. Oh, right. It's just not like instantly upon approach, just oh, proximity. And then other times, um, other times I'll actually have to hit the unlock on the app. Wow, really? And it'll sort of re-register. It depends from phone to phone. You got to remember I use a lot of different phones. Huh. And compatibility. Don't get me started on compatibility, but I'm saying it's hard enough as it is. And then this is such a critical thing that Apple's bringing themselves into Critical in the sense that if a person can't get into their car and they weren't careful enough to also bring their other key, all of a sudden you're calling Apple now. Yeah, there's too much dependence on uh, just one method, thing, one one key. Yeah. If if people do that, and you know people will, because people are about convenience and they want to carry fewer things, and now they're calling up Apple saying, "I can't get into my BMW." Oh and, boy. Well, listen, it already works on certain models, but as it expands, the possibility of less compatibility goes up and. So anyway, hopefully they got a really rock-solid standard and more people can start using their yeah. vehicles. And just real quick, like uh, the potential With of their vehicles. car key, it allows them to unlock the car, start the car, and share car keys. So that's a lot of uh, Basically like Tesla. stuff to do. Yeah, a lot yeah, of features. Pretty much the same as Tesla. Yeah. Good luck on that. I mean, it is cool. It's mm-hmm. a really cool thing when it works. Yeah. Let's uh, change it up a little bit. And it bit. does work most of the time. I agree with you, Will. I made it sound like it's a huge issue. It's no, really but, not. It but works I agree. the vast it, majority of the time. If it doesn't work one time, then that's also a problem, right? Yeah. Because you'll notice that. You're out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And then you got to pull out your Tesla key card and then slap that on. Yeah. The card. Yeah. Do you carry that? Yeah, my wallet. Oh, okay. You don't? don't? No. Your phone or die? I'm screwed, yeah. Your phone or die? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, that's crazy. What if it gets stolen? Or I guess your wallet would be stolen probably at the same moment, but. Uh huh. Or you could just lose it or leave it. Some, I don't know. Yeah. I'm playing a risky game. Two stage. Mm-hmm. More than 60 nations agree to address concerns over AI use in warfare. Even China agreed that something must be done before it's too late. <laughs> AI fighting AI. They're like, whoa, this is out of hand. Are we even involved in this war anymore? They just decided. Look at this contraption that we're... Yeah, this looks crazy. So what we're looking at is an image of some weaponry and all types of optics. So like a PTZ-style camera that can zoom, pan, tilt, 
in order to acquire targets i feel like that's night vision on the front there and is this entire bot remotely controlled whoa the Got sudden a gatling gun <laughs> like some rocket launchers or something yeah over here projectile yeah Sudden rise of advancement of artificial intelligence systems over the last few months have brought fears of its potentially harmful effects on society. Not only might AI threaten human jobs and creativity, but smart machines' use in warfare could have catastrophic consequences to address this danger. The first global summit on responsible artificial intelligence in the military domain was held. That's so specific. Like, wouldn't this apply everywhere? But I guess, I guess you got to be specific if this is the business you're in. Co-hosted by the Netherlands and South Korea last week. The conference was attended by representatives from over 60 countries, including China. And uh, the call to action was signed by all attendees apart from Israel. Confirmed that nations were committed to developing and using military AI in accordance with international legal obligations and in a way that does not undermine international security. It's always weird. Rules about war. It's weird. It's like, if we're going to kill each other, we got to do it right. Uh-huh. And you're like, like, if you go back far enough, these dudes used to line up, take turns. Yeah. Outfits and trumpets. And they're like, that's the rules. Until, honor. Yeah. Until they started digging trenches. And then they're like, hey. And they're like, hey, hey, don't do that. That's not honorable. We're going to do the same thing. Yeah. Next thing you know, that it's was a grenade. everything out the window. And just whoever's winning gets to. Yeah. dictate what the rules to everyone else. They say, you know, you do those things. Because mm-hmm. guess what? We're winning. So you best be listening. Mm-hmm. And so it's always been a weird one. And the same goes here. They're like, well, if, so- if listen, if somebody's going to kill you, it better be me and not some AI. Yeah, because we want the glory. And if you're going to kill me, it better be you and not your AI. And uh-huh. then they're like, yeah, let's shake hands on that. It's like, well, <laughs> you're, you're dead either way. And I'm not sure that humans are more reliable. I'm not sure about our track record, to be mm-hmm. honest. I mean. And then what about using AI to, like, hack security yeah. systems yeah. in nations? Exactly. Like, do they, yeah. they can sign a document. Does it mean they're actually going to do it? Mm-hmm. Are they going to sign a document and launch a balloon five minutes later? Because oftentimes it's, like, software. It's not really, like, the hardware. It's not, like, Terminator or something. Yeah. You know, it's, like, hacking. Oh, wow. Everybody wants to know what the winner was on the uh, intro, the video game system intro tone. Oh, yeah. Everyone wants to know what the winner was. I, I think I saw mostly PS1. Mm. Now, I, I should have I should have assumed that as much as I love the Dreamcast one because it's nostalgic to more people. Dreamcast was not a massive hit, unfortunately. However, PS1 was a gargantuan hit. And so this is extremely familiar to people and also good. By yeah. the way, I had this as a top two regardless, even though I probably marginally put Dreamcast. But I mean, that's it's unbelievable as well. You know, I can't believe you just did that to me. I don't know I could handle that again. Yeah, listen. So I'm glad you guys enjoyed that segment. It was kind of a freestyle moment. But I would say that PS1 won the vote, but... Dreamcast won my heart. Okay. You understand that well? Yeah. Now, you guys, listen just one more time. With the low end? That'll put put you somewhere, dude. Yeah. So I'm sticking with Dreamcast, but the audience has voted PS1. And I don't know if there's any other honorable mentions. Yeah. 
Starlink's global roaming promises worldwide access for 200 a month. Some people are still waiting for regular Starlink, but get invites for the $200 roaming plan. So this is the the van lifer mode. Mm-hmm. Because at first they weren't like officially supporting it. They're like, you got to be in this region over here, which is actually rural and we're controlling the release. And then other people were faking addresses so they could carry this with them with their van life or their Uh RV. Uh SpaceX's Starlink division has invited some potential users to try a global roaming service for 200 a month, saying the new plan allows your Starlink to connect from almost anywhere on land in the world, which is such a cool that is very cool. proposal. Mm-hmm. Global roaming makes use of Starlink's inter-satellite links, aka space lasers, to provide connectivity around the globe. As this is new technology, you can expect Starlink's typical high-speed, low-latency service intermixed with brief periods of poor connectivity or none at all. However, this will improve dramatically over time. Average Starlink speeds have dropped as more users sign up for the satellite service. Speed test data shows. Can you click on that for me? Because I am curious about how much of a drop has happened. Uh, Median latency also got a lot worse. So U.S. connectivity dropped from 9.3 megabits per second to 7.2 in the same time frame. 90.6 megabits per second to 62.5. Whew, in the the first and second quarters of 2022. Oh, okay, so download and upload. Down, the max at Starlink peak was 90. 90 down and 9 up. And... Currently, it's down to 62 down and 7.2 up. And latency went from 43 milliseconds to 48. I mean, this is to be expected. You can't, you're signing up users faster than you're launching satellites. And so you've got some extra load there, presumably. Uh, let's see the price on this one. Scroll up just there. I saw $599. Global roaming requires a $599 upfront payment for the hardware kit in, a, in addition to the $200 per month. And the standard resi- residential Starlink is one ten per month with the same hardware cost. So you have the you have the exact same hardware, but this is some sort of a a lock on it that you can't use it while roaming, or you shouldn't use it while roaming. Because my understanding is people were doing that. Mm. So this is like a Netflix moment of you will no longer do that, uh-huh. and we will stop you if you do because we have another because we have another plan for that, uh-huh. and it'll cost you pretty much double. Then they've got an RV service, which is separate at 135 a month. So I have no idea how this works. I guess with a one-time cost of 599 for portable hardware or 2500 for in-motion hardware. So this is connectivity while I'm driving. I put the Starlink over there, and I'm in motion, and I got it mounted, I guess. Mm. They've got a few different options now. I don't know what would drive you to the global version versus, say, the RV version. Um, but now I guess there's options for different people looking for different types of connectivity. But I don't know how they're going to lock you off from just bringing your residential gear with you on the road. I'm yeah. not sure how they do that. That's a big satellite, too. No, it's not that. You can pack it. I know, but to carry it around? It's, dude, compared to what it used to be, dude, dude. Okay, fine. It's a pretty good little kit. All right. Connectivity anywhere, Will? People have been suffering. Yeah, but I would imagine if you're, like, hiking or something, portaging. I don't even want to carry it portaging, but from place to place. For, look at the military use. If you use. have, like, a vehicle. Look at the yeah. military use. Look at, look at Ukraine. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. That's just a, a version of 
a global connectivity experience going on. I wonder what the hit was on the overall network from the implementation in Ukraine. That'd be interesting. Mm -hmm. Because in many cases there, that's the exclusive connection. Mm -hmm. Anyway. The world's largest EV battery maker will cut costs for Chinese automakers, but not for Tesla. Ooh, preference. Preferential treatment. Homegrown. I wonder who, I wonder why those deals, I wonder who talked to who. Yeah. I wonder who shook whose hand. Mm -hmm. China's CATL, the world's largest EV battery maker, is reportedly offering significantly lower battery costs to some Chinese EV makers. CATL stands for Contemporary Amperix Technology Company Limited, which accounted for 37.1% of global EV battery sales in 2020. That's enormous. 40% of EV batteries come from these dudes? Mm. Wow. It's reportedly offering a deal for car makers, including Neo, Lee Auto, Huawei, and Zeker. Strategic clients. Dun, dun, dun. Why can't I get the same price as those other guys? No. Those are our strategic clients. Mm. The guy goes through the drive through at Tim Hortons before me. I'm like, why was his coffee 30 cents? Oh, he's a strategic client. <laughs> what does that even mean? They're like, I don't know. <laughs> Neo signed a five-year strategic cooperation agreement on January 17th. Tesla, CATL's largest customer, is not amongst the strategic client group. And Tesla has a gigafactory in China. There could be a lot of reasons for this. Sure. Okay. Did you want to suggest what your reasons are? Because you sounded like you had an idea when the way you, you, you said sure with authority. I would say a couple lazy Susan dinners. <laughs> <laughs> Elon's got to get on that. Holy inside baseball. Will is talking about... Uh, well, never mind what Will's talking oh, okay. about. No, never mind what Will's... It's a major... Inside baseball topic there of our own experiences in China. Grease the wheels. But easy will just uh, uh, come on, uh, man. <laughs> Holy cow. Like business in China is different, obviously. So I, I'm pretty sure everyone's aware of that. It's it's uh or I mean, I guess every B business from place to place is operates differently. Yeah. There's course. different yeah. aspects to it and things to be aware of and agreements and unexpected things and so forth mm. uh but in this case yeah so that could be one thing that the strategic client just means hey we're closer to these companies strategic client could also be uh, that there there's more concern over tesla doing this themselves at some point and therefore not wanting to make that an easier process like tesla has put a put a ton of attention into its own battery tech and developing processes and facilities for possibly doing sure. that in the future the other one is scale although that's a tough one in this case because tesla is tremendous scale but you know that if apple cuts a deal with you they're gonna they're gonna want razor slim margins and they're gonna say here's why because we're buying so much mm -hmm. so there's a number of possibilities as to how this uh, how this might happen morgan stanley expected lithium carbonate prices in china to be at 67,500 per ton in the first half of 2023 falling to 47,500 per ton in the second half so they expect the price to go down decline possibly after discovery of new new reserves of of this uh, lithium which we talked about on this show in india in india and, and other places as well they're getting better at it or they're finding it and extracting it putting their straw into the earth as mm -hmm. usual mm -hmm. 
How many EV owners run out of charge? The number might surprise you. I saw this headline, but I was like, let's find out live on air. Let's, okay, try, to, yeah. let's try to guess. I read it, though. Oh, well, <laughs> this one was supposed to be a game. There's another game coming up that okay. I think you might really like. Well, I like the games. Okay, yeah. So you already read this, and is it a whole number or is it a percentage of owners? It's a percentage. Percentage? Yeah. Fully run out. I mean, it hasn't happened to me. hasn't happened to you. This is completely anecdotal. I'll say 15%. 15? Okay. Yeah. What, what is it? Uh, it's 8%. 8. Okay. All right. That's not bad. Yeah. Uh, EV owners are doing better than I thought. According to a study by Escalin, 64% of EV owners polled have never come close to running out of charge, while 28% say they have come close. Only 8% of EV owners have run out of charge completely. Furthermore, the research noted that 73% of owners expect to charge their electric vehicles at home. While the data is encouraging for EV owners, it's also indicative that range fear may be largely unwarranted. Uh, is everybody being honest? Uh, you know, with these polls, who did you ask? What was the age group? What was the demographic? I have questions, of course. Uh, however, if you're doing the typical habit, habit of charging at home, there's just very few um, situations that warrant the use of whatever range your vehicle has in and around town. You got to basically be road tripping. And if you're road tripping, then you have everything mapped out and planned out with your yeah. superchargers. Yeah. I was close on that cold day, but that would have only been if I was a complete maniac and decided to try to, and I don't know if everybody even remembers this story, but I had like a crazy flight path that day, an impossible task, minus 20. And I was like, I'm going to go downtown, uptown, out of town and back mm -hmm. type of thing. And it was like the coldest day. But I made the call really quickly when I saw what was happening to the range that, okay, I'm, one of those things is not going to happen. Uh -huh. So that kept me from running out. But had I been extremely ambitious or maybe 10 years younger, I may have taken a crack at that. Yeah. I may have been part of the 8%. Uh -huh. But yes, most people never run out. And most people won't. I would imagine people wouldn't want to take the risk. I mean, it's their car running yeah. out of juice so here's the other thing i do watch some of these range tests on uh -huh. youtube different ev channels and the car will limp at the end it'll just drive right. really slow as you try to make your way to a charger or something mm -hmm. so it kind of almost like a reserve in a gas-powered yeah. vehicle they're not they're not exactly dead when you thought it, they were going to be dead so to really run out you you totally got to mismanage your stuff uh-huh i mean i don't know what percentage of gas Gas-powered vehicle owners have run out of gas. It's probably similar, 8%. Uh -huh. It's uh -huh. probably maybe a little lower, but... Yeah. It is different owning an EV, though, to be fair. It's different. You plan you do plan things a bit differently. It's a little bit less freewheeling, for sure. I agree. Yeah. Microsoft signs binding Call of Duty deal with Nintendo ahead of EU Activision hearing. Ah, I like this story a lot. You do? Yeah, I do, because... It's, it's got some key details in it, which are a consequence of some of the pressure being applied. A lot of people had questions around this topic when it was originally announced that Microsoft was going to buy Activision for $400 trillion, $69 billion. It was a lot of money, man. It's just like this shocking. And then immediately people are like, well, what happens to... Sony's like, hey, what happens, what, to Call of, what happens to Call of Duty yeah. is basically what everybody said. Uh, 
And they were like, no, it's not in our plan. And, you're, and, then, and then when they say no, then you're questioning, okay, what are you doing then? What's this $70 billion about? Mm-hmm. And the EU gets involved because the EU has been fired up lately. The EU is like, Apple, get rid of your lightning. Mm-hmm. The EU is like, put a charger over there. The EU is like, no thank you with the, what was it? Uh, the Was it a Qualcomm thing? Yeah. I can't even remember what that was. They're calling everyone. Was it a yeah. Qualcomm thing that they were like, nah, they were trying to either be acquired or acquire something? I might have the wrong company. No, not Qualcomm. Who does the drawings for the chips? Uh, forget it. It's This is a thousand years ago on Lou later. I mean, it's not NVIDIA, is it? Getting, getting somewhere. Getting somewhere. Maybe somebody can tell me in the chat here. Okay. I don't know. They might be too, too, too delayed. Arm. It's arm. Oh yeah, arm. Yeah, arm. Thank you, John Pierre. This is beautiful stuff. It was arm, and they didn't. They were pissed about that. Yeah. So the EU is all over this stuff. The EU is like tech. Pff, get out of my face, tech. Pff. They fart. Um, so they come in and then, and then they start, you start to realize, oh boy, this might not happen Mm -hmm. because they come in and say, this is anti-competitive and this is bad news for the customer. Essentially. I mean, more or less, here's all the reasons why. And then ahead of that, Microsoft goes, no, 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 look, look, we got a deal with Nintendo. Just holding just pulling Nintendo in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Just like, yeah, <laughs> just like, they they just they just jumble them in there. Like Gumby. Yeah, the buttons are all mismatched. The yeah. tie's not even on. You know what I'm saying? And then they're, and they're like, well, this is Nintendo right here. Yeah. They're like, are you sure there's Nintendo? They look a little disheveled over here. <laughs> Nintendo's just scratching. Nintendo's them. holding a paper that says ten years on yeah. it. They're being held hostage, uh-huh. allegedly. Hairs all uh, frazzled. But I, I love it. They're like, we will sign a binding deal with Nintendo to prove that Call of Duty is going to be available on a platform other than Microsoft. But it is intriguing that this deal is not with Sony. You see mm-hmm. that? Well, you see that? You see that? Well, which I presume is a far bigger market for Call of Duty than Nintendo. Just yeah. a guess. Just throwing that out there. So you're going to need to see that 10-year deal as well. Anyway, here's the release. Microsoft and Nintendo have now negotiated and signed a binding 10-year legal agreement to bring Call of Duty to Nintendo players the same day as Xbox with full feature and content parity so they can experience Call of Duty just as Xbox and PlayStation gamers enjoy Call of Duty. We are committed to providing long-term equal access to Call of Duty to other gaming platforms, bringing more, more choice to more players and more competition. More, 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 more. Don't you love us? More. Mm. More for all of you. Even you guys in the EU, more. Mm-hmm. And then they put their logo, the Microsoft logo, right next to the Nintendo logo. Yeah. More, 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 more. And this, of course, is ahead of the hearing in which they were going to be scrutinized for this yeah. deal and not being more, but instead being less and more only for them. Uh-huh. Of course, that's the Well, Call of Duty is criticism. the main thing that um, Sony's complaining about, right? To well, prevent uh, Call of Duty from going to Game Pass. Xbox Game Pass. Correct. Yeah. I mean, because why are you saying that? Are you saying that because you feel like Activision, th- should there be some other title that you feel like should be talked about? No, no. I feel like this Call of Duty is like the thing to talk about. It's the, the only thing, really. 
in my opinion. I'm sure that's there's some other. Really I'm wants. sure there's some other titles, but yes, it is a big, big franchise, yeah. obviously. Because they're not talking about any Blizzard games. I know. It's just Call of Duty. That's all I hear. But your biggest Blizzard games are primarily like PC, not like they're already being played on Microsoft software, Windows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? It, wouldn't that be the biggest? I, I, obviously, you can play some Blizzard games on console, but I just feel like it's not this. Whereas with Call of Duty, it seems to be primarily console. It helps you sell yeah, hardware. Right. Call of yeah. Duty sells hardware. Uh-huh. And by hardware, I mean a separate game console. Whereas Blizzard titles, you, they may may sell another GPU to you, but you're still running Microsoft software in that case. Sure. They're still involved in that deal. Yeah. Which they're not when it comes to Sony or Nintendo for that matter. Although now that they're the game developer they are involved in that deal still so anyway listen legal challenges are still going to be there but this is one way in which they're going to pitch the idea that this is better for everyone yeah china's first chat gpt rival crashes a few hours after launching well can't say that's unexpected i mean chat gpt was a disaster for about well it still kind of is right trying to get on there uh-huh. It's just bombarded. I'm out now because uh, it's full capacity and we have to pay to get access at this point. You're I've been com- trying to log in for like a week. You're completely locked out. Yeah. How do they phrase it to you? Uh, they say full capacity pretty much. Hold on. Let me just check right now. I know, but full capacity means like you can pay to bypass the line, but also can't you just keep waiting for a free slot? I could, but I think it's constantly maxed out right now. Like, I I can't even join. It just says full capacity. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. You think maybe maybe Microsoft's involved in that, too. Haven't you heard? Well, they they probably want my money. You know? (laughs) They want my subscription. (laughs) Probably. I have a sneaky suspicion (laughs) that they actually want my money. Yeah. Those crazy guys. Hey, well, so, they actually want my money. So, yeah, I can't even chat. So anymore. this is China's first competitor to ChatGPT. It's called Moss. Hmm. Don't mind the name compared to some of the other ones. Yeah. Mo- compared to Bard. When you say it like that. Bard, good old pal Bard. I'm going to get over there and talk to Bard. I don't mind Moss either. I agree. It launched yesterday. Within a few hours, it had crashed. Reuters reports a team working at the NLP lab at Fudan University developed the con conversational language model known as moss described as being able to perform various natural language tasks including question answering generating text summarizing text generating code etc following the launch yesterday moss went viral on china's social media networks and saw state media refer to it as the first chinese rival to chat gpt the instant popularity proved too much for moss to handle though and its servers crashed under the load development team apologized our computing resources were not enough to support such large traffic and as an academic group we do not have sufficient engineering experience creating a very bad experience and first impression on everyone and we hereby express our heartfelt apologies to everyone we knew that china chat gpt would be coming because it was going to need to be different Mm -hmm. Uh, much in the same way that there's plenty of other software and hardware brands that are not accessible in china Every time something pops off, you got to get the version of it over there. And, of course, in the reverse type of way, you have TikTok in North America, which is North America's version of Chinese software. So in this case, they got to scramble to get their own ChatGPT going mm-hmm. so they can keep tabs on exactly what it's doing yeah. and not doing. 
But this kind of stuff happens all the time. You think Chinese ChatGPT would would write a poem about their uh, president? Hmm? No. No. Shut down right away. We cannot. Or it, or, it could just be a really nice poem. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. All right. Don't say anything at all. That's the safe choice. 2024 Tesla Model 2 entry level EV spied dressed as a Mazda. So CX30? I don't know if this is real. Yeah, this has a. I don't know, this, if, this, uh, I don't know if this passes the sniff test. Uh, we see in the typical car camo looking sort of like a zebra. We see something that looks like a Mazda. It sort of looks like a Hyundai Ionic a little bit. Uh, it's a, it's your typical kind of small SUV like form factor, and everyone has been speculating that Tesla needs to have a cheaper vehicle. They need to have a more accessible vehicle, kind of what the Model Three could have been, and that they also need a cheaper model for other places like China. And there was a rumor at one time that they were going to employ a design team exclusively. Like in in China to to develop that car, which may have only been for China, mm. actually, but maybe it's some sort of a collab. Or that's what the proposal is here on uh, this website. Which car? A new Tesla small SUV spied potential March reveal, sub forty k price point. Man, how many small little hatchbacky things can they have? I guess a lot. I don't know. I've, 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 I'm losing track here. Because mm. this looks, this would end up functioning a lot like a Model Y, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Except cheaper. And slightly smaller. Expected to be known as the Model 2 and priced between 40 to 50K, the new Tesla model will likely compete with a couple of, I guess, Australian cars that I'm unaware of. BYD, Auto 3, and GWM Aura. Oh, God. Are, what are those? Are those are those electric cars in Australia? This is an Australian website, or are those cars in China? Uh, wow, that car looks kind of cool, actually. It almost looks like a Porsche in the front. Oh, yeah. Want a Porsche Taycan on a budget? The Aura Sport gives plenty of quirks and style. Is that all? Oh, what's the other one? The BYD Atto 3. These are uh, affordable, more affordable EVs that we're unfamiliar with here in North America. Okay. That's what we're going to leave that at. Is this real? I don't know if this is real. My skepticism also high. At first glance, the Zebra Camo body cladding and rear end look entirely Mazda CX-30. Even the C-Pillar's chrome garnish appears to be lifted directly from the Mazda's popular sport SUV. But there are telltale Tesla signs. For a start, the head and taillights are signature Tesla Items that appear to be lifted straight from the Model Y, as are the sizable alloy wheels. They look like 19-inch items hiding red brake calipers with Tesla script. Huh. Is this a collab? They're like... We... <laughs> a collab? No, I, it has happened before, Will, where you'd have oh, shared... Really? Yeah, shared parts between GM and Mazda. And Do you remember the Toyota-Subaru combo with the BRZ slash... Okay, sure. What was the Toyota model name? The Subaru was the BRZ and the Toyota was something else. The Subaru was the BRZ. The Toyota was the GR86, I think. But anyway, this happens. The design teams actually will 
they'll just decide, hey, you got, you've done all that part. We'll do, we'll slap our battery in it and we'll mod some. I, it would be very odd for Tesla to do that. So my, my bogus meter is up as well. Maybe it's in reverse. Maybe Mazda ends up getting some things from Tesla, becoming a customer. I don't know, dude. It's definitely not a Model 2. Do you it, agree with that? That that's not what this thing will be called? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't know. All right. All right. All right. It used to be called the FRS. Now it's the GR86. Uh, but you got to love the guy in the chat are just flying today. Yeah. It's unbelievable stuff. Uh -huh. Shout out to the chat. China is now outpacing the U.S. in fifth-gen fighter jet production. So not, not just the GPTs of the world, not just Moss. They're also like, we got some jets, build some jets. Uh, what you're looking at there is an Air Force F-22 Raptor fighter jet. You know that thing's pretty quick, Will. Take a guess. How many, how many MPH are you looking at? Uh, 400. Go up, Willie Do That thing can get around the globe, baby. Uh, 600. More? I want more speed. A thousand? I think it's like 1,500. Jeez. Yeah, we're talking about mock stuff here. Oh, wow. We're talking about, uh, we're talking about speed of sound. We're up in there. We're up in those ranges. Okay, okay. Now, China has their very own fifth-gen fighter. It's not quite as quick as this one. Uh, China's inventory of J-20A fighters already boasts 150 available jets, nearly matching America's current count of 187 F-22 Raptors. The pace of China's defense industrial output means it's catching up. Indeed, if deliveries continued at the same speed in 2023, the number of J-20As will eclipse the inventory of U.S. Air Force's other fifth-generation combat aircraft, the F-22. This comes from John Chipman. Uh, who is the chief executive of the London-based International Institute for Strategic Studies. That's the guy you want to talk to. you like got, like, military questions. You're like, hey, hey, man, who's got the jets? You talk mm -hmm. to him. Immediate equipment requirements have led some European states to look to new suppliers beyond domestic and traditional sources. The F-22 Raptor, the world's first fifth-generation fighter jet, was launched in the 90s, and it's still considered the most capable of all of the uh, fighter jets the most advanced jet in the u.s or at least in the u.s um but where does it say well, give me give me my speed i want to see my speed there you go 1500 miles per hour mach 2.25 without using its afterburners oh wow god i love the sound of afterburner you think tom cruise uh <laughs> drove that drove it <laughs> <laughs> rode it R flew it Flew it, pilot it. <laughs> One of those ones. You just see Tom Cruise on the highway. Yeah. Just uh, commuting to work in yeah. his F-22 Raptor. Yeah, I believe Top they I believe movie. they actually did. No, they didn't. Because remember the whole topic in the thing was they couldn't even get Is this gonna fifth be a gen. No, don't you remember that? They're like, it kept bothering me. I'm like, okay. you're Tom. You're Tom Cruise. Okay. What do you mean they're not going to give you a fifth gen? But I don't know. It could be army secrets and stuff. Okay, okay. I don't know. Maybe somebody can verify this to, for me in the comments. What was this topic that they couldn't have fifth-gen fighters? That they had to use for this crazy mission they had to do. They had to use these subpar jets. I don't know if they were decommissioned or what. But the F-22, is that's the one. That's your guy. Okay. The Raptor. Very cool. 
I don't even know who's watched this this film, but anyway, China's building theirs, and the U.S. can build more of theirs if they want to keep their yeah. superiority yeah. in terms of numbers. But you got to understand, well, it takes a while to build these things, uh-huh. and you have to also understand why these things are in my feed because I got the aircraft and I like the airplanes. Yeah. All right. Is this story? Uh, is there more to this story? There's always more to the story. Well, <laughs> okay. Uh, U.S. missile may have been t- may have taken down a twelve dollar hobbyist balloon. Did you hear about? We never followed up on those balloons. You have so many stories with these balloons. You remember the balloons? Well, I mean, this was Feb eighteen, so I put this in there a long time ago. But okay. the balloons uh, were like the hottest topic in the world. It was all balloon all day. It's all anybody cared about. It's an easy concept. Just shooting down balloons. Yeah. UFOs, it took over the thing. But nobody, or at least not everyone, followed up on it. Like, hey, what the hell happened with those balloons? We were so balloon crazy for a while that it was, this sounds like, in this case, they may have actually shot down a true, like, balloon club hobbyist balloon. They went balloon crazy. A hobby group called Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade declared that one of their party-style Pico balloons went missing in Alaska. (laughs) Oh, no. The same place a U.S. fighter shot down an object. U.S. authorities have remained tight-lipped about the three identified. So they shot one down in Canada and one of them over Lake Huron and then one of them in Alaska. But they were just, like I said, the Eddie Balloon. We will take down all balloons. Now, I didn't even know there were hobby balloon clubs, but of course there are. There's hobby. There's every hobby. There's all these hobbies going on. And, and it's for research, too, I would assume, right? A lot of these balloons? Yeah. Like American research? Well, let's look them up, okay? Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade. Look these guys up. Let's see what they're up to. And and and. Uh, it's from China. <laughs> well, let's just see what they're up to. Hobby Club's missing balloon. Feared shot down. Well, I don't know if they expected to get it back. Once your balloon, so you're in northern Illinois and your balloon's in Alaska, what's the game plan? Mm. How are you going to get it back? Maybe you're not. And maybe that's just part of it. It is, it is only 13 bucks. Yeah. So maybe you assume you're going to lose them every so often. On February 12th, the F-22, look at how you combine those oh, things. Oh, okay. The Raptor shot down the unidentified object flying over Canada's Yukon province. Okay, so this was near Alaska, so this is another Canadian balloon. And on Thursday, the Illinois Amateur Balloon Club said the $13 uh, balloon was in the area and stopped transmitting at the time that the $400,000 missiles... (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, man. Taxpayer money at work. 2023? It's just wild out there. It's just wild. They couldn't just, like, use the Gatling gun. They have to shoot a missile. There is a game, a tower defense game, balloons, where you're just sniping the balloons. Okay. Can you just show people that? Because we're doing the real world version here. Balloons, like that. This is what it is. You're just shooting balloons. Your tower defense game, but you're popping balloons. That's what the U.S. is doing right now. They're just popping balloons. They're just playing playing this game. But Start for real, is four hundred thousand. And and exactly. And their missiles cost four hundred thousand dollars. On Friday, a member of the club said the FBI had been in contact and they believed it could be their balloon, which was shot down and stopped transmitting. So the payload in this case must just be the transmitter to let them know where their hobbyist balloon actually happens to be. 
this brigade, the Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade, was formed by a group of 10 friends two years ago, and they got the name from the children's movie Up. Around four months ago, they launched their balloon and were tracking it as it floated across Alaska on February 11th uh, as it was shot down. And they knew right away. They're like, hey, that's our balloon. Stop transmitting. And they said they shot with I don't know. I guess with weather patterns and stuff, they expect to get it back at some point. Or maybe that baby just flies for a while. I don't, I don't really know enough about the balloon enthusiast world mm-hmm. uh, to Sounds be fair. Sounds interesting. But to get all that entertainment for 13 bucks, they get to track it everywhere it's going. They're like, uh-huh, our balloon's yeah. in Alaska today. Yeah. Yay. Crack a beer. Woo. Cheers. It's like, uh-oh, where's the signal? It's gone. $400,000 missile just took down our balloon, boys. Yeah. I mean, that's got to be exciting in and of itself. I think you might have to call the brigade, might have to call a meeting for that. Uh-huh. And to, I want to see the footage, too. <laughs> oh, breakthrough transparent solar cells found to generate 1,000 times more efficiently. Is this the breakthrough we need to go full solar and we just convert the windows, I believe? It also costs a thousand times more. There you go, Willie Do Now you discovered why you can't, you can't adopt it. That's always the worst in technology when you discover something big, but that it's impossible to implement. One billion dollars. It's like, don't even tell me then. Why are you telling me? <laughs> Researchers coated various thin metals onto ITO and inserted a thin layer of tungsten oxide between the coated ITO and the tungsten disulfide. Good thing you know what all that means, Well, Yeah, exactly. Solar panels often get a bad rap for spoiling the appearance of homes and businesses, yet this may be about to change. Transparent solar cells have attached, attracted considerable attention as they can overcome the limitations of traditional non-transparent solar cells, which can convert diverse components such as architectural windows, agricultural sheds, glass panels of smart devices, and even human skin into energy harvesting devices. You could do one of those glass sunrooms and it's all solar panels Mm -hmm. but you don't even know it because it appears to be transparent a research group has fabricated a highly transparent solar cell with a 2d atomic sheet near invisible solar cells achieved an average visible transparency of 79 percent meaning they can in theory be placed everywhere building windows the front panel of cars and even human skin you could do the whole car all the glass in the car can now be a solar panel as well Mm -hmm probably cost you a few bucks as you mentioned previously the way in which we formed the solar cell resulted in a power conversion efficiency over a thousand times that of a device using a normal ito electrode this was pointed out by toshiaki kato corresponding author of the paper and university graduate school of engineering uh listen and it looks nice too no uh, hey listen transparent solar cells uh, people talk about the appearance of solar they do they don't want those ugly giant things over there huh. they they complain about it but everybody likes glass pretty much yeah everybody wants windows everybody likes a skylight uh-huh. and even if you don't then if you have something that's relatively transparent it's just going to be less of an eyesore in general than a big black hole mm-hmm. i wonder if birds are going to fly into it though oh jeez. you know you, if you just had a big solar field but they're all glass there's ding ding ping you ever had that happen the bird just look at how transparent it is I mean, this is the same with windows in general. You ever had the birds smoke the glass? Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, what the hell is that? Their outline is uh, there. <laughs> well, I actually found one. I went and got him. I went and got him. I was like, damn, this dude is KO'd. And uh, I showed the kids. I mean, he's going to get eaten or I don't know what's going to happen. Right. So I don't remember what I did, but I monitored him for a period of time. 
nursed? Well, I just, I think I just, I didn't like. Just looking at him. I didn't throw him in a trash can, you know. I just, I kind of was like, maybe he's, I don't know, maybe he's still there. And uh, he was just KO'd for a while. Okay. And then he got up and flew away. I was like, damn, dude. Wow. Resilient. I mean, I'm sure people have experienced these things. I'm surprised you haven't. You never had the. I think I've heard it. I haven't seen it. You don't go looking. You're just like, ah, there goes another one. (laughs) Just eat my lunch. There goes another one. I like my windows. Yeah. Like my transparent solar panels. All right, last one. This one's pretty fun. So uh, get ready. Prepare myself for yeah. fun? Yeah. Uh, AI-generated art personifies countries as different women across the globe. So AI art, I presume, was asked. Oh, go ahead, By, by an artist. You know what, Will? You go ahead, sir. Okay, so there's an artist uh, who generated some pictures of women who are like described in like a country so described as a country or having been been from a particular country from a country got you um and it's your job to kind of guess which country oh, and I, I would say it's okay. um it's pretty easy okay. for the most part but there are some that a little bit when she tweaked when the artist tweaked it gets a lot harder. When the artist, okay. Oh, yeah. oh, so in, an in artist. The, in her description. Of so so an artist went back in after the AI generated and made tweaks to it. Yeah. Got you. Okay, let me, let's play the game. Let's go. Okay. Stop. So, it. okay, this one, yeah. How dare you? This is, this is the US of A, sir. Yeah. And United it's, States. Yeah, no problem. We got the flag, though. I feel like I'm cheating here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, see, I'm looking at the artifacts. I know I'm in England here because sure. okay. I see Big Ben in the back. England. But but that's f- still fine. Will, I'm just looking at the, the Eiffel Tower. Okay. France. Okay, this what is tougher. That's Germany. Okay, that's right. But it's like beer fest. This is going to be Greece. Okay, yeah. Okay, that was a bit, that was a bit tougher because I was in the Mediterranean, but I was sure, like yeah, yeah. Uh, blue water, yeah. special outfit. White buildings, Japan. What about this one? Mexico. Yeah. Okay, now this is going to be tougher for me. Yeah. Oh, crap. I mean, we have the jungle there, but like we... There's probably some identifying characteristic that I'm unaware of here. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'll say Nigeria. You are right. Sir. Oh, my God. <laughs> That was a tough one. Yeah, yeah. So uh, she modified it um, by adding other characteristics, and it gets way harder. But it still looks What great. do you mean she added other characteristics? Is there any better description of that? Uh, I, yeah, there, there's some, like, later on. Like, she added, like, um, I don't know, other descriptors. I, I'm not too sure not okay but sure. so hang on a second am i these are new countries that haven't been featured prior yeah but more like the what she says is more complex i'm guessing hmm well so this is one. Uh, how dare it's you coastal i know you know but like now i'm in yeah i'm in the caribbean or i'm in a coast but i have the uh, mountains in the back uh huh. Which is a huge problem because those are definitely not everywhere. Uh huh. 
and they're quite high. <laughs> of course, I focus on the geographic aspects. Okay, the community got it, a few of them. Should I look? Is that fair? <laughs> or you want me to guess? Take a guess. Take a gander. Hawaii? Uh, Brazil. Brazil. Oh, God. Yeah, oh, Brazil. I got. I See, I'm not looking at the person enough. Okay, I'm yeah, looking yeah. at the, yeah. the the landscape. Okay, so that's like that's that famous beach in Brazil, yeah. What? What's this one? Is this a a trick? Is this China? Mm. Oh yeah. You're oh right. my God, I, Will! I, why I, you gotta do that to me, dude? Yeah. The way you're presenting these things to I, me is this scaring like me. Northern China somewhere. I don't know. What about here? <laughs> that is a big mountain back there. Am I going? Back to South America? Maybe. I don't know this answer. I mean, am I going back to South America? Because that the, the greenery there on the left. Uh, am I going to like Argentina or something? Is that your guess? Oh, let me see it. El Salvador. Hey, I was. Hey, 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 hey. In the region. Hey, 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 man. Hey. Yeah, there, there's some really difficult. I'm gonna. Am I going to Eastern? It's, it's. I'm going to Eastern Europe. I think. Okay. I'm going to Ukraine, Poland, Czech, somewhere over there. I believe this is Ukraine. Yeah. You see what I'm doing here? Okay. All right. So don't. I'm really mad about my Brazil one because I really just focus on the geography and not yeah, the actual yeah, person. Yeah. The actual You're like tall mountains. Yes, I didn't. I'm really upset with myself on that one. Yeah, I can't get it out of my head. Uh, oh, gotta, <laughs> why the balloon theme got to come through? Now we got the headpiece going on. Look at the look at the village over there. We're like. Are we like Turkey or something? Maybe. Are we over there? Oh, <laughs> yes, I'm happy about that one. Okay, yeah. I am happy about that yeah, one. Yeah, that was a tough one. I am happy about that one. Do they fly a lot of balloons? I did there? not look at the chat. I am happy about that one. Okay. You want to do a couple more? Because there's quite a few. I am happy okay. about that one. Yes, yeah. let's keep going. All right. Yes, all let's right. keep going. Uh, okay. As far as gener generating, she tells me my, uh, modern met. I gave the AIs a little, as little details as possible so I could test how accurately it would pick up certain features and cultures. Okay. Damn. Dude. It gets harder. It definitely gets harder. Like, what are these... So the like rock a, formations in the back. It's like a romance novel. And the type of flower. Oh. I don't... I think I'm in Europe instead of South America. A lot of people say Spain. Yes. The community. Yeah, so Spain. it's... I was going to say Italy or Spain. Spain, okay. Spain, okay. Well, I got the Europe aspect, but Will, why you got to let the people... Why you let the people... I'm, I thought okay, this is my okay, game, okay? okay, okay. This is my game. Uh, Egypt? Egyptian, yeah. Saudi Arabia! Oh! I mean, sand, I... 
there's probably some telltale that I screwed up on that. Uh, India? Yeah, okay. Okay. Good. Okay. High stress over here. Oh, Jamaica. Okay. Uh, Afghanistan? Pakistan. Pakistan. Sorry, 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 sorry. I mean, it's a hard, it's a hard game, dude. Yeah, this must be Italy. Portugal. Yeah, Spain, Italy, Portugal. Spain, Italy, uh, Portugal. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Ethiopia? Ethiopia. Oh, let's go. Good stuff. Let's dude. go. I they were saying Somalia. I just see that they said no, man. No, man. <laughs> uh what the hell are those buildings? Churches, maybe? Oh, Russia. Argentina. Jeez. I thought oh. it was like Saint, I, I was thinking Saint, Russia. St. Peter's uh type of but I guess it's too bright and sunny. Okay, yeah. Yeah, uh, okay. All right. Yeah. I'm upset about that one. Oh. Which one is this? Well, we're I know roughly where we are. Nordic. Yeah, we're either like we're either Sweden or Iceland or we're I'll go with Iceland. We're over there. Yeah. Go cuz of the oh, Norway. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that listen. We're we're real close on that. Yeah. Right? We got that northern lights going on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Damn, dude. Angelic. This is an actual angel, uh, not a human anymore. We've got the big falls in the back. Angel, angel falls. falls. Yeah. But where is Angel Falls? Is that Venezuela? It's down there. I mean, we're in South America. We agree we're in South America, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's find out where Venezuela is. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, uh, have we said Italy yet? Like, did did did? I don't think so. Portugal came up. Spain came up. We are over there again. This has got to be Italy. It's got to be. We're over there again. Okay. okay. Thank goodness. Jeez. Yeah. We're over there again. I said. I said Afghanistan already, but it wasn't. It was Pakistan. I'm going back to Afghanistan. Okay. Here. Oh, Iran. Iran. God, I. Ah. <laughs> Keep going. Uh, this this Canada? Like... Shut up. You think? No. Uh, Come on. They can't do Canada. They can't. Nah, I it's would not. Say, okay. it's, it's like an. No. That thing looks like. Okay, but it could be Switzerland. Okay. It could be. But what about the look, though? No, the they, look they is... They certain looks. But the look they is impossible. What does the Canadian look like? Does everybody... There's a certain look. Everybody's in Canada. Everybody. Okay, I'm just going to go I'm saying? back like, to... Everybody uh, is in Canada. Okay, she looks French. <laughs> well, that's the idea, Will. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. The look matters, right? I know that the look matters, but in the case huh? of a newer country like Canada, you have a mixture, right? Okay, You, okay. you have... Uh, all types of people over here. Okay. So what is a Canadian, you know what I'm saying? But this does, like, 
I've been to places that like look like that in Western Canada, right? Like near Lake like, Louise uh, over there. Look at the color. Saskatchewan. No further. Like Banff, like Alberta, oh, okay. the, the mountains and that color water. But I feel like okay, we're gonna go with Canada, but there are some places like Switzerland kind of look like this. Okay. New Zealand. Oh my God, that was the other one that we could have yeah. said. New Zealand. That was the other one we could have said. There is a Canadian one. <laughs> no, Australia. Easy. <laughs> Thank God. Give me the artifacts. That's, that's the Australian face. Or not the artifacts, the architecture. Give me the architecture. <clears throat> oh, God. Are you giving me... Now I'm Canada? Am I Canada now? Or no, I'm Switzerland now. Is that your final answer? Oh, my God. Why is Canada and Switzerland have to mess me up? Mountain, tree. I mean, sure. this could also be Colorado. Uh, a lot of people say Swiss. Swiss. I know. I said Switzerland. Swiss. I said yeah. that as well. I think so or because Sweden. the little the little village and the size of the mountain. We're gonna go Switzerland. Canada. How dare? How dare you turn? I knew that my Switzerland uh, and Canada were gonna be tough, and apparently New Zealand as well. Yeah. You talk to your AI, and you might have Switzerland, you might have Canada, you might have. She needs a toque. Now, see, this is. Huh? Does she look Canadian too? Yes, no, absolutely. I don't think she looks Canadian. But she, you could see a girl like this in Canada where okay, we are. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. But you want to know something, Will? And this is a testament to what a unique place Canada is. You could see any, you could actually see any of these yeah. single AI generated images. No, you're right. Cause there is like a culture. Everybody's yeah. here. Yeah. So I'm just putting that out there. Okay. Now we got Russia. Easy. This is Russia. Yeah. Easy. And that was the actual St. St. Petersburg, whatever. Is that, is that where we are? <laughs> okay, yeah. Or is it Moscow? They have a church like that. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, baby. We did it. Oh, baby. Listen. I'm going to post a link so <laughs> you guys can... You guys can play for yourselves or actually quiz other quiz your friends. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. way they did it, you can just scroll and not go down to the name. Sure, yeah, I think yeah. we did pretty damn good. And I think the AI actually did pretty damn good. I think it's much tougher in places where you have uh, uh, a more mixed bag as far as cultures are concerned. Uh -huh. Newer uh -huh. countries and things like that. It's going to be a bit tougher and especially tougher when you don't have the dedicated artifact or, or architecture. I keep saying artifact elements in the image. Yeah. Buildings um, or giveaways like yeah, that. The first ones are easy, obviously. If, but, when you don't have it, it gets tougher. And uh, thank you very much for playing along today. Yeah. AI-generated trivia. Uh, seriously, though, thanks to everybody who joined. Appreciate it, uh, especially everybody who was uh, here from the beginning, who hit the notification bell and uh, spent the last hour with us. We truly do appreciate it, but we also appreciate everybody who watches, listens, no matter where you happen to get this. Could be a podcast, could be a clip, um, could be just this show after the fact. Uh, we are now consistent for 362 days feels like that sometimes it's definitely not the case it's probably more like somebody said 29 out of 29 to me the other day wow is it possible that we're into the 30s now maybe it could be because yeah. that is one hell of a streak um but we listen we don't we're not we'll keep doing yeah it. we're not trying to get a trophy at this point like this is a this is a long-term deal tortoise in the hair hard work pays remember it 
See you on the next one. Later.